You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today I've got John Pullman, Ducks Unlimited Magazine contributor, ducks.org contributor. Welcome back to the show, John. Hey, thanks, Chris. It's great to be here. Hey, John and I have been talking offline a little bit um, recently, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that John recently wrote a feature for Ducks Unlimited Magazine called Going Mobile. And it's kind of an all-encompassing layout blinds, A-frames, layout boats, just you know, different ways to hunt mobile. So John, let's kind of give a, you know, an overview of what this whole article was and kind of the angle that you took for approaching to really discuss this massive topic of layout blinds and layout boats and and A-frames and different ways that hunters hide. Absolutely. Well, you know, the idea is by going mobile, you're able to to be where the where the birds want to be. You know, um, um, permanent blinds are have have such an important place in the history of waterfowling, you know, and in, in, you know, these storied traditions, these storied places where these blinds have been against this, a certain cypress tree for for generations. And they've always hunted this one spot, um, you know, in situations like that, though, you get limited in terms of, uh, of, of what, you know, bird movement and things like that. And so being able to be flexible. Um, is key, especially when, you know, ducks and geese are on the move and they're, they're switching different fields or they're switching different places on, on a daily basis. So the idea behind this, this article is that to be mobile, to be able to follow ducks and geese where, where they want to be, you need to stay hidden. You know, I mean, step one on, on anytime you're, you're hunting, hunting ducks, if when you find birds, 
you know, uh, that's that's the first step. Step two is can I stay hidden? And um, you know, concealment is just that important. And so when using these A frames or layouts or bolt blinds or whatever it may be, it gives you the it gives you the opportunity to be exactly where the birds want to be number one, but two, like I say, stay hidden, stay concealed. And, and the combination of those two make these types of blinds just so, so important for hunters to have in their toolbox. Really, that's the key. You mentioned, you know, trying to be where the ducks and geese want to be, but also staying hidden. And this is no secret. I mean, everyone knows you have to find ways to stay hidden. Um, and, and what's really cool about this is, you know, the layout blind market really, you know, the, it really hit the ground running probably 20 years ago. And that really changed the way that hunters hid from ducks rather than these old permanent blinds. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I think, I think you, you and I both are part of that generation where we saw that transition, but now we're getting into all kinds of new different variations. And you mentioned one, like the A-frame. Um, how are you seeing that A-frame kind of change the way that hunters hunt the a-frame itself that style of blind you think about it it's been around for a long time you know um hunters up in prairie canada for for years have have uh built these willow blinds out in the middle of the field you know uh, cut willow switches from uh from the forest next door to the field whatever it may be and they stick those those willow branches up right in the field and and kind of create a, a natural a-frame blind so th this idea of of that kind of a blind has been around for a long time well, what these modern, the modern version of these A-frames do is allow you to um, create that sort of space. I mean, that's that's the one thing that an A-frame has over a layout blinder or something like that, that it gives you a little bit more room and it allows you to be to sit upright um, rather than than laying on your back. But these, um, you know, the current versions of these A-frames are, uh, for the most part, they're pretty lightweight. They're collapsible. Uh, you can throw one in the back of a truck. You can take it anywhere. Um, you don't necessarily need a, a, a decoy trailer or a trailer, something like that to haul it around in, you know, the, like the, the blind I have, I'm using an Avian, uh, an, uh, EV next blind. Um, and it literally fits, you know, I can throw it in the back of my truck and, and, and go. And so I can fit everything back there. I don't need a trailer, stuff like that. And so these modern A-frames are, they're convenient. And I think that's why they're convenient and they're comfortable. And I think that's why they're gaining so much popularity with hunters. And so, you know, there's a variety of ways to use them and we can talk about that here, but I think overall the folks have shifted to that A-frame just because it, it does, it gives you some elbow room. Um, it, if you've got young kids or you're, you're taking along people that maybe aren't, that are new to the sport that, you know, are maybe moving their heads around or they're shifting around or those things that, that, you know, a veteran hunter may know not to do when you're in an A-frame blind, it, it, it just gives you a little bit of wiggle room, you know? And so, um, that, I think that's why they're so popular. Yeah, I kind of compare them to a like a box blind or one of the uh, you know more modern box blinds for for deer hunting. I mean, you can get away with so much more movement and and you know like you said, kids fidgeting around things like that. Um, and 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 the one thing that I really notice, and I think that a lot of people shift to the A frame blinds or the A frame styles for is shooting. And I've spent countless hours in layout blinds. Um, so I'm pretty comfortable shooting from a layout blind, but there's a lot of people who aren't. And shooting from your back, you know, trying to get up, get through the doors can be difficult for a lot of people. I mean, it really adds a, a layer of difficulty to the whole shooting. Um, but, you know, another aspect of the layout blind or the A-frame blinds is, like you mentioned, you can roll it up and you can even leave it 
camouflage, you know, whatever materials you're using. I, I don't know if that's how you use yours. Do you leave some brush on yours? Absolutely. So what I've what I've seen a lot of people do in, in this article, I spoke with my good friend Ben Fuyan, and, and, and he does this as well, is that um, you you put a, a, a base layer of cover on these A-frame blinds and whether it's a, you know, he has a hard sided one that he uses. The one that I use is a roll up version, but whether you zip tie some, um, you know, some of that prefab grass or grass mats or, um, you know, any of that stuff that you can go and buy at your at your favorite sporting goods store they you zip tie a base layer of that to the blind and then you add whatever natural cover is in your surrounding when you get to the field that day that morning and so it it just makes it super super easy um to to to, to set up you know in terms of of camouflaging i mean that's always one of the the longest parts of a morning is getting your blinds grassed up and so this when you're when you're dealing with a, with an a-frame that's that's bigger you know um if you if you're going to try to grass that up every time you took it out it would take you an hour plus to do mm-hmm. that and so you don't always have that that luxury at that time so what you know what ben does and what, and what i do and what a lot of others do is just zip tie this cover to it and then add like i say add natural vegetation to it to, to, to help it blend into the to the surroundings and that makes it and then you you when the hunt is over you can take out that that extra stuff that you had that you'd shoved in the in the blind and um roll it back up or whatever it may be and throw it back in the truck you know the and the other thing that um you know that i do when the ben does is is have a you know ben and yeah i think in the article even he says he has a, a bucket of of grass bundles the big you know a big plastic tub of bundles that he keeps in his trailer that then he can use to to cover up the the top that's the one you know if there's a drawback to an a-frame is it has that big black hole on the top you know and so carrying some stuff around you can always throw up on top um you know these grass bundles of you know up in south dakota we use tumbleweeds a lot because they they match mm-hmm. the color so well whatever it may be or have a bag of zip ties in your in your bag your blind bag and whoever's with you that morning tell them to go out and grab whatever it is grass or corn stalks or whatever kind of cover you're hunting in and zip zip tie some together that you can add then to the top to kind of break up that that black hole yeah i've actually done that before um you know trying to create a top um using just whatever's you know the local vegetation and that really makes a difference but you know as these things change and and innovative waterfowlers you know to kind of take a look at these new products and and modify them you know drake waterfowl just recently came out with one that has a top um it has a little flip top lid on it so you know that's that's kind of a cool modification that uh people may want to check out just you know if you if you're not interested in in spending the time to really brush that top in or or cut brush for that you know there are options out there it's just like everything you know as as one product comes out you know somebody changes a little bit and and maybe improves it for the better absolutely you know we talk about a-frames and i think you know as more and more hunters get into these a-frames you know i'm seeing so many people hunt from them but you know the reality is a lot of times those a-frames are just they create too much of a profile. Now you can get away with it in Canada. You can get, a, you, I don't know. I've never hunted in South Dakota. I'm assuming you're getting away with it there in South Dakota in the middle of a field. Um, but I know for a fact, there's lots of scenarios where you're not going to get away with throwing an A-frame out in the middle of, of a field, um, especially down here and, you know, in the South and mid South where, where I hunt the majority of time, these birds are pretty smart. You know, one little shadow, one little profile, anything that looks box shaped, um, you're just not going to get away with it. So that's when we bust out the old trusty layout blinds. And you, and you talk to a couple of people who, you know, have spent a bunch of time in layout blinds and, and 
you know, how and kind of explain how they utilize, you know, the old reliable layout line. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to go off on too much of a tangent here, but you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast about how, you know, our generation of hunters, I mean, I, I started hunting ducks 30 years ago and, um, you know, about 20, 25 years ago, layout blinds kind of hit the market and they absolutely revolutionized hunting for us up here in the prairie. The combination of the layout blind and the motion decoy, to be really honest with you, it really revolutionized what we do up here in the prairies. And that's probably a whole nother topic for another podcast. But, you know, they the the layout blind, when it hit the market, it became so popular because it it allowed us to to really be anywhere, anywhere birds wanted to be in a, in a, in a, a cornfield that's been chiseled black, you know, on a, on a mud flat, on a, on a slough where, you know, where your hunt ducks or whatever it is, um, in the snow, in the, in bean stubble, in pea stubble up in Canada, whatever you could go anywhere. Um, because it had a low profile, you were completely covered up. You had the the straps on the blind, the stuff in the vegetation from around the area, whatever. And so they, it, it just, it was a game changer. And, and, um, and, uh, I know a frames have been gaining popularity lately, but the layout still is a, is a main choice for hunters when, like you say, when you've, you don't have that fence line or a slough edge or someplace to break up the outline of that blind and you need to be low profile. Um, the a frame is the, is the choice. And so. You know, one of the gentlemen I spoke to in the article is a guy by the name of Spencer Prue. And Spencer is from Connecticut, but the dude hunts really all over the country. And um, he uses layouts, you know, in, in a lot of different situations. And so, like I say, it, it's something that he, no matter the situation, no matter what kind of field he's in, it, it provides you an option for concealment. You know, the one thing, though, that Spencer points out is that... Um, the, the the fabric on these layout blinds is something that will have a, a little bit of a natural shine to it. And so one of the first things that he does, um, you know, I've, I've, I've done it with just some flat black, some flat black spray paint. Uh, sometimes you'll just mix up a five gallon bucket of some water and some dirt and create some mud. But you need to take the shine off of those blinds so that it it, it uh, gets rid of that sheen appearance, you know, and so that uh, then when you go to the field and you're adding corn stubble or, or wheat stubble or whatever it is, it's got more of a natural look underneath. Um, but, you know, he really uses them. He uses them everywhere. And uh, and the versatility, again, is what makes him so makes him so popular. Yeah. And I, I had a place a few years back where I'd hunt in Mississippi and we'd get a new layout blind and I'd basically tie it to the back of my four-wheeler and drag it <laughs> around in the mud and that gumbo mud would stick to it. And I was like, all right, there we go. Uh, but that's one thing to remind people, you know, you, and, and really, you know, I recommend doing that with A-frames as well. Exactly. Um, yep. You know, everyone should really pay close attention to that. I mean, that's, you know, one little flash off of some of that fabric and it's game over for most ducks. But, um, you know, I was talking to someone a couple of weeks ago um, with Alps Outdoors and they have a, a new layout blind, the gravity that that really breaks. It's kind of a it's a new approach to layout blinds where there's no real edges to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really cuts out even the profile of that layout blind. Um, it cuts down on shadows, things like that. And and one thing that, that he was kind of talking about um, in their approach with the redesign is they are rather than have the A-frame, you know, he's pushing this layout blind as part of an option. He's like, hey, man, if you can hide in an A-frame or build a temporary blind on an area where he specifically hunts, like on the edges of rivers and sandbars and things like that, he's like, if you think you can get away with an A-frame there, he's like, think about how well you will be hidden in a layout blind. He's like, it is, you know, 
night and day, you know, once you cut that down, as long as you're comfortable shooting from it, things like that. Um, is that something that you kind of approach when you're hunting up there and, you know, in the prairies where you're like, man, I can get my A-frame right here. And then you're like, oh, but we can really get hidden using a layout. Is that something that you kind of think about? Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, there are times where you just simply don't have a choice. I mean, like we mm-hmm. mentioned before, but yeah, the, the, the layout blind, the one thing that it does do is that it, it may be able to get you closer to the X than an X, than an A-frame will. Um, yeah. You know, where, where A-frames are, again, you want it, you're using the uh, a fence line or a slew edge or something that you can use to break up the outline of that. But let's say that there's a sliver of cover that's half as tall, you know, 50 yards closer to the X where those birds want to be. And that's where, obviously, that's where the, the, the layout blind becomes 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 really important in all of those cases you want to try to use some sort of natural feature in that field to still break up that outline even you know of of the layout whether it's taller corn stubble or um, a place where maybe a combine where the the combine lifted up a little bit and that top that stubble is a little bit taller Um, even a a depression in the field so that your your layout will lay down perhaps a little bit lower any of those places where you can even further minimize that the outline of that blind you know one of the things too that spencer talked about in the article is um when they when layouts first kind of hit the market the idea was to get them spread out four or five you know maybe five five to ten yards apart from each other but more and more lately uh hunters are stacking them shoulder to shoulder with one another to almost create the perception of a little natural rise in the field um mm-hmm. having them you know super grassed out or stubble or whatever that you're using um you know but but almost put them like i say shoulder to shoulder to kind of create this image this this picture of a little natural rise or a little uh so a, a, a section of taller stubble or whatever in the field and so it's you know they are popular because they work really well and uh you know when you take those a few extra steps then to to further conceal them they become that much more effective you know that's a good point i've hunted with a lot of people um who in it and to be honest even in a layout blind it's hard to hide five six seven eight hunters you know some people are, are hunting in these larger groups and is really mm-hmm. hard to hide even you know even then but if you stack them all together um the likelihood of creating um you know these shadows or whatever you know really you give the perception that there's actually a small little hill or rise or you know like you said tall stubble um that's a really good approach um you know and and also, one thing kind of to note, and I'm sure that, you know, throughout your discussions with some of these guys, um, you know, one person that I talked to a couple of weeks ago about hunting from layout blinds and trying to avoid shadows, you know, one tip that he kind of threw out there, he's like, what we've done is we've taken the approach of at any cost to make sure that the blinds are well hidden. And that's even at the sacrifice of the angle of the shot. So maybe you, when you're setting up, you know, you want those birds feet down right in your face. You know, everyone wants that. Um, but what he's saying is, hey, you know, if the sun is shining at an angle and casting a shadow, either on an A-frame or a layout blind or whatever, he's approaching this as let's get hidden first and then we'll worry about taking the shot. Even if the shot may be like over the shoulder or, you know, it's not the, the my most ideal situation, you know, as long as you're set up in a safe manner um, to make sure that and also make sure that you're hidden, you know, take that approach first with your layout line. I think that's a, that's a good point. And it kind of goes into what you're saying with, you know, hiding multiple hunters together. Absolutely. You know, that's the beauty of being mobile. You can put that blind anywhere, you know, and, and it's, 
there are more times than not the you know the the wind and the sun are the two big factors when you're when you're trying to set up your decoys in the morning and you know you are you want that wind at your back if you can but there are a lot of times where wind at your back puts the sun right in your face here you know when we hunt in south dakota and so we will we'll scoot those blinds over to the side and so to create more of a, of a crossing shot it's also a great way when the hide isn't great, you know, maybe you're hunting some winter wheat or you're hunting a, a field that's been chiseled. And so it's, it's, it's black and there's just not a lot of natural cover in it by moving those blinds to the side, keeping whatever motion you're using out, out in front of you, but away from the blinds and not necessarily right in front of it. You, 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 you get the birds to put their attention on that motion on the decoys and your blinds are a little bit are kind of on the periphery. And so it, it's, again, if you've got a lot of hunters to hide or the, there's just not a lot of natural cover available, or if it keeps the, the sun out of your eyes, move those blinds to the side, get them out of the pocket, so to speak, at the top of, uh, you know, at, at the end of the spread. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's something we do all the time. Again, just because it, you want to use the sun and the wind to your advantage as much as possible. And if you can put the the sun more in, in the duck size or the geese size and rather than in yours, that's a good thing. So absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, it's like I say, it's the mobility of these things make, makes them so, so effective. Yeah. And you know, and that's one thing I, I kind of wanted you to, to talk about as well is, you know, Spencer made a very good point. And this is something that I've, you have to remind myself many times is that if you can see the birds, they can see you. And his quote was that the headrest in that layout blind is that it's a headrest. Exactly. And that's, you know, I've, I've hunted with, uh, I've hunted in, uh, out of layouts enough to know that you'll look across the, you can peek out a little bit and you'll see, you know, uh, you have five blinds out and three of the guys have their heads down and you've got two, that, two that are sticking straight up in the air and they stick out, you know, like a sore thumb. And so you do it. It's, 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 it's one of the drawbacks to an A-frame in terms of visibility, your ability to be able to see the birds. But it's it's if you can get your head down below that profile of the blind, it it just put it just makes it so much better and 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 it gives the birds one less thing to pick out. And you know, when your head is up above the blind, you're you're probably twisting and turning, and you're looking to try to follow their movement, whatever it is. And so I mean, I know I've a buddy of mine used to, he would literally uh, uh he'd be rolling around in his blind. He'd be down below, but in order to keep his eyes on the birds, I mean he'd be upside down, he'd be looking whatever, just because he was, you know, he was calling and wanted to watch their reaction, whatever, but you have, you know, you do, you have, you got to stay down below the profile of that blind. Otherwise it's, it's, you may as well just be laying out there without anything on at all, you know? Yeah. And, you know, just kind of a, a, a funny after, you know, fact to that is, you know, we're so conscious of, you know, heads poking out and people looking at birds and, and, but I've had so many scenarios where, you know, we think birds are flaring off these layout blinds and we're kind of, you know, smashing our heads together, trying to figure out what's going on, what's going on. And somebody will get out to move the decoys or something and the blinds will be completely open and we'll have a flock come right in. It's like, Oh man, that's, that's not it. They didn't yeah. flare off it at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like what are we thinking? You know, it's just one of those scenarios. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. 
Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. It always seems to happen. Well, you know, let's move on here because, you know, we've got uh, still got a lot to cover with all these concealment options. And and the next one on the list is layout boats. And I'm a big fan of layout boats. Um, and, it, you know, you talk to some people who are some some real expert hunters as far as using these and the correct way to use them. But, you know, kind of describe, you know, the guy that you talk to and how how he uses these uh, really unique layout boat options. Sure. Josh Ditch out of Missouri. He's uh, a staff with Molmarsh Boats and and the, the Molmarsh Boats, you know, that style of boat is this shallow draft. It's it's not a layout boat like you would do for divers on, on the Great Lakes or something like that, but it literally is a floating layout blind. I mean, that's really what it is. It it, it takes only a few inches of water to float and you can you can put that style of boat I mean, anywhere, um, you know, it's they become really popular in the in those mid latitude states, you know, Kansas, Missouri, places that um, that do a lot of moist soil hunting uh, just because of the type of cover that hunters are in. And again, it's one of those things where there's not a lot of vertical cover maybe in those areas. You know, so the idea of a, of a taller, a bigger blind um, just doesn't work, just doesn't work out well. But these blinds that, um, you know, this layout style boat that is literally, you know, seven, eight inches above the water. It has doors on it like a layout blind does. Um, you know, they have the, the ability to, to, to grass them up just like you would a layout blind. That's, you know, that's that's what the kind of hunting that Josh does. And so it's, it again, it allows you to be wherever the birds want to be. And then if you add a, whether it's a long tail motor or some other sort of of, of uh, motor on the back of it to get you to where you want to be, you can go anywhere, you know, especially on these uh, big uh, areas of, you know, public hunting areas where, you um, um, where a lot of this hunting takes place. It's, it's just, again, it's another popular option just because of its versatility and its mobility and it's, you know, the, and the ability of it to, to keep you hidden. Yeah. And those things can be lethal. I mean, I know some of the guys that hunt some of the public land up in uh, Missouri, some of those large conservation areas and man, those, those things are just lethal. They'll put mallards at their feet. I mean, it is, it is fantastic option. Yeah. I actually, hunt from a layout boat or layout blind slash boat it's not really a boat and drake used to make these they were called drake boats and they're just little almost like little coffin blinds and i picked a couple of them up i don't know 10 years ago and they had doors on them and you know we could brush them up and then you could make those things disappear in a rice field and they were just 
so lethal. Um, but you know, the issue with those was they weren't like these bigger, larger Momarsh boats where you could put a motor on them or something. These were more or less, it was almost like just a layout blind that floated and it created, you know, so many weird situations. They were tough to shoot out of. They were terribly uncomfortable. Um, and, but man, it, if you got on the birds with them, you were, they were in your face. And I had some, some of the greatest visuals I've ever had is hunting from a layout boat like that. Um, and it's just a fantastic way to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's uh, so much of these, these options, you know, we talked about today, uh, whether it's bull blinds or a frames or whatever, you know, they're, they're, they have hit the market and they become popular with hunters because of not a necessity, quite frankly, mm-hmm. you know, birds yeah. have, have learned to avoid, big, you know, big blinds stand out in the middle of, of whatever they've learned to avoid, you know, hunters wrapped up in burlap or something, the decoys, whatever it is. And, and, you know, these layout style boats are, are just another example of it where you get on these areas of public hunting and uh, whether it's flooded corn or moist soil or whatever it is, and they get pressured. And all of a sudden, you know, they, that food resource is there. They want to still take advantage of that food resource, but they know where to avoid hunters. But what, you know, what this Molemarsh boat does or, you know, a similar style, it, it allows you to follow those birds when they start going, hitting the center of that public hunting area that is inaccessible by foot, or it would sure as heck be a long walk by foot. Um, you know, when you add a motor onto the back of it, it allows you to access them where they, where they feel safe and where they, you know, where they want to be. And so it, it's, it's, you know, it's like I say, necessity has driven a lot of this innovation when it comes to, when it comes to concealment for waterfall hunters. And, um, you know, we are, we are blessed to have so many great options these days. Absolutely. Um, you know, in, in the next subject is one that is literally endless options and endless adjustments and endless, um, you know, different innovative ways that hunters hide their boats. And and when I say boats, I'm not referring to like the Momar style boats. I'm referring to like a big duck boat um, that would be, you know, 14 to 20 feet, you know, some of them are even bigger um, that, you know, guys are, are putting these blinds on there and then kind of doing their own thing. And, and I had recently sold my boat, but when I had a, I've had a boat since I was 16 that I duck on it out of. Uh, but you know, one thing that I really enjoyed doing was in the preseason, it was like, all right, we're going to go out and we're going to basically brush the blind and mount the blind to the boat. And it was like this big thing. And really my father and I used to do it together. And and we got to the point where we kind of enjoyed, you know, I know I did and I know he did that. We kind of enjoyed that innovative process where we could kind of be creative, like, oh, you know, let's put grass on this side this year. Let's, you know, let's do this. Um, but kind of talk about some of the different ways that that people, you know, are hiding these big boats these days. Up here in where I live in in South Dakota, you know, we we don't have these um like I, like I mentioned before, these permanent blinds that, that get passed down through generations, you know, where, Mm -hmm. where you've, you've hunted out of that same blind for years. But what the closest I have felt to that, Chris, is, um, I don't have one myself, but I've hunted out of enough of them to kind of get a sense of it is that, you know, you've got these guys that, uh, these hunters with these boats that are 18, 20 feet long, maybe even more where you get that same kind of sense of camaraderie inside it's this it's you've got the uh uh, a cook stove inside you've got a heater inside you've got lights inside you've got a a, a comfortable place to sit and it's kind of in a way it's kind of our version of the of the permanent blinds down down south and so it's you know with with these 
bigger spaces. Again, it's, it's, it's just more comfortable and, and, and stuff like that. And so that's, you know, that's kind of one thing I wanted to say, but when you got a boat that big, obviously it's a lot harder to hide. And so one of the, at least here in South Dakota, we, we use them quite a bit on the Missouri river. Um, they get used to on, on any of the larger lakes and stuff, but one of the things that it goes back to kind of this, something we've already talked about today is adding this base layer of cover on top of this on under the blind and whether yep. that is fast grass mats or whatever it is. And then adding some, some natural cover from the area. And, and I mentioned it before, but in South Dakota, a lot of guys use tumbleweeds um, or kochia or these, these weeds that have this uh, um, kind of this brownish hue that match so much of the so much of the cover that, that we're hunting in and they're durable and you, and they've got some rigidity to them. So you can zip time to the blind and they'll stay there when you're motoring down the road at, you know, 75, 80 miles an hour, whatever it is. And so that again is, is putting on that base, base layer. There's something you can do before the season starts. Like you, like you mentioned, and then add some natural cover. And then just like we mentioned with the A-frames, having some some bundles and stuff that you can put up above on the top. And so it, it's something where you 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 have to put in the effort to, to get these bigger boats concealed. But then once you've got it, once you've got it concealed, you, the sky's the limit in terms of what you can do, uh, especially on these bigger bodies of water. And, and, and like you mentioned, so many guys, you know, hunters are customizing them, you know, whether it's a dog ramp or a dog box on the outside or uh like i mentioned cook stoves or lights and and or putting the 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 steering wheel for the boat up in the front so you've got visibility when you're motoring through the through the 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 the, on the river through the whether it's tree stumps or whatever may be where you need to keep an eye out for things it's there are infinite number of variations that can be made to these boats and uh people love to hunt out of them people love to design them and and for a lot of different reasons but mainly because they're comfortable and they work one of the first hunts that i ever went on one of my my dad's friends had taken me to a big body of water there in indiana and uh it was kind of more of a overwater goose hunt which was cool but his blind was basically like um pvc pipe built up on like a big wall in the back it was almost constructed like a a big permanent blind like you're mentioning and and what he used was just a big tarp in the back and then just like grabbed a bunch of natural grasses around there and we'd try and cover it up but I'll, i'll i remember that i was probably 13 14 years old and uh you know looking at this thing like what is this like what are we even <laughs> going to do with this uh, but you know another thing that dawned on me you know while you were talking about it and and when i moved down south um i you know guys are like oh you know here this is my duck boat and i'm like well there's no blind on it like, how can it be a duck boat? But see, down here, most of these guys don't hunt from the blinds. They're getting out of the boats. Um, so that, that was kind of a change for me. But, you know, it dawned on me. I don't know. It was probably three or four years ago. We were hunting the White River and uh, we had done pretty well for a couple of days and the river had gone up even more. And these guys that I was hunting with, they're like, oh, you know, we can't go back in there. You know, the water's too deep. And I'm like, See, this is a good reason to put a blind on your boat, (laughs) you know, because if you get in there and the water's five feet deep or six feet deep, you can sit in the boat and shoot. And these guys are just like, you know, they've grown up their entire lives, you know, walking through the woods and they're like, what are you talking about? And it was kind of a funny little moment where I'm like, you need to put a blind on your boat. Exactly. I guarantee they don't. 
Yeah, we see some of that here in South Dakota where, you know, you'll have a boat just to, you know, for getting from point A to point B and then you'll throw out layouts on a blind or on the shore or an A-frame on the shore. And so we do a little bit of that here. And part of the reason is that, you know, if you've got a permanent blind on your boat, it's a duck boat. It's not a fishing boat. It's a duck boat. And, you know, we can yeah. only use them so so much throughout the year. But, yeah, no, it's, that's something I've noticed, too, you know, down south that a duck boat doesn't look quite the same as one up here in South Dakota. Yeah, now it's a cool kind of a cultural, you know, difference of a uh, difference of opinion, I should say. Um, but, you know, the, and that's the cool thing about these, uh, you know, as the technology changes and, the, and these companies are coming out with different ways. I mean, there's so many options that you can put a temporary blind on. Um, you can build your own. You know, some of these have flip tops and mechanical, you know, doors and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but, you know, one thing that we ha- haven't talked about, and it wasn't, and it was mentioned in your article a little bit, um, but blinds for your dogs, how, you know, I know you hunt with a dog. So do you, how do you implement that? Sure. You know, the, 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 the kind of the common theme throughout all of, um, throughout the A-frames and the layouts and the boat blinds and the people that I've talked to and, and just what I've experienced myself is that a dog needs his own blind. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I remember in the early days of layouts, guys tried to have their dogs inside their blinds with them. And it just, you know, it some, and maybe some people still do, but from a safety standpoint and from a, uh, and from a marking standpoint, it's just not, it's just not your best option. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when we're hunting out of layout blinds, you know, I will, it depends on the cover. Um, I, I will often keep, you know, my dog's blind right next to mine, just like I would shoulder to shoulder with another layout blind, just to kind of help uh, break up that, that profile a little bit and kind of create the, uh, the uh, perception of a little bit of a mound and natural cover. The A-frame, I know it's tempting to me because you've got space in there to let a dog, you know, be inside the blind, but it's really when it comes to safety with shotguns leaning up against the blind and stuff like that, we keep dogs out of the A-frames for safety reasons. And again, for marking, because it, it seems like even if there's a dog door on the bottom, it just still is a little bit tougher for them to see. Yeah. Um, and that same same idea then goes for a bolt blind. You've got heaters inside. You've got guns inside. You've got maybe a cook stove inside. Adding a dog to that um, can be a recipe for for disaster. And so, um, a lot of boat blinds, or these custom boats that are that are designed by duck hunters, have a have a dog box in the outside for that reason. Um, when I used to have a, I used to have an old outlaw uh, duck boat, and and I created a little kind of a little box in the outside of mine too. It wasn't anything that was prefab. It was something I had to do myself. But just again. To keep them safe, to keep the hunters safe, and to give them a, a good chance of marking birds on the water. So it's it's as much as tempting as it is to have them in the inside there with you, and and uh, um, it's best to have them on the outside in their own spot. Yeah, and and you know, like I said, that's that's a safety issue, and you know. Um, that's a good point to bring up. There's too much going on inside a blind like that, especially a boat blind. Um, it's it's always good to have have their own little separate boat or blind box on the side, something like that. And I think in in reality, at least from my experience, the dog prefers that anyway. Uh, you know, they don't want to be bothered. They're content with what they're doing. Um, but I do the same thing with layout blinds. You know, when we're you know, there's so many different cool options out there to um, to get a, a small little blind for your dog when you're in a layout blind and, and, you know, the dog can sit off to one side or even behind you. Um, and those blinds, the, the capabilities to, to brush those out and really blend those in and make that, that dog hide disappear are very similar to, you know, what, what we have as far as layout blinds and A-frames and things like that. So, um, that's always a good recommendation. 
Yeah, but we treat those, well, I treat my dog blind and buddies do the same thing, just like we do our regular A-frame or layouts where we're gonna get the sheen off of that fabric and we'll we'll mud it up and we'll make sure that there's a base layer on top of it. You know, especially the dog blind, you can probably just leave it as is almost, you know, add a few corn stalks here and there when you get out to the field, whatever it is, but it just makes it so much faster. And they, they I know my dog and the dogs I've had out of them, they, they like them. They, they, they recognize what it means right away. They know that when they're in that blind, that good things are gonna happen. And, you know, we use it as a training tool out in the yard or whatnot. And, and so, um, you know, they, it's his spot and that's where he likes to be when uh you know when it comes time for the hunt yeah i know when i first got mine for my dog you know years and years ago this is my old dog when this 10 years ago when she was a puppy um you know that was how we started some of the training was was we'd had have her in those blinds and getting comfortable and familiarizing with that and i've talked with you know dog trainers about that on even on the podcast but i would put that thing away and it'd be like in the garage like propped up against something and like i'd turn around and she'd be trying to climb inside of that thing (laughs) as it's sideways you know it was it it gave her the comfort and the familiarity that would we take it from the grass or from the front yard to the blind and even if she'd never been to a blind you know like that she was familiar with her blind and i could just put her in there um and that was that that really made her more comfortable with the hunt yep Exactly. Well, John, this has been great. You know, we've ran through all the different variations of not all the different, but several different variations of concealment for hunters and blinds and layout blinds, A-frames, boat blinds, dog blinds. We could probably talk on these for like six hours, but we'll go ahead and, and, and cut it now. But I'd appreciate you joining me here. And this has been a great conversation. Yeah, thanks, Chris. As always, it's I appreciate being on with you. I'd like to thank my guest, John Pullman, Ducks Unlimited Magazine contributor, for joining us today to talk about layout blinds and boat blinds and dog blinds. I'd also like to thank our producer, Clay Baird, for doing a great job. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us and supporting Wetlands Conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're We're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. 
visit campuswaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation, united by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation, take it outside.